flames up and driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time now it don't Friends, we got another program for you from our Lonesome Road Ministries 2022 Threefold Chord Conference, and this one is Bill Shell and Ava Kasich. If you'd like to get more copies of this one or get the whole conference series, then give me a call at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org and email us. Sit back and enjoy today's program. We're having church on the road. From two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue mag. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. When I first got saved and started picking up cassette tapes out on the road, I picked up a, a cassette tape. Most of you have heard my testimony. You know about uh, uh, I-20 for Jesus, Ray Sisk. I picked up that tape. God spoke to me to start a tape ministry. I got in touch with uh, Ray Sisk, and Ray Sisk sent out these uh, folders like this. It's a blanket of love. Now, don't you just love that? Who wouldn't like to be covered in a blanket of love? We all would, wouldn't we? Well, Ray, Ray Sisk, he tried to cover everybody that he could with a blanket of love. And some of these things that he wrote out are just, just powerful. And he, and, he, and he was always talking about a Christian evangelist soldier. We are soldiers for Christ. Amen? Can I get an amen? amen. All right. And a Christian evangelist soldier, he is a skilled warrior, dedicated, highly trained, apt to teach, willing to share, neatly dressed, maintains a well-groomed body appearance, he will, or she, risk life and limb to rescue a wounded comrade, follow orders, recruit and train others, learn how to give orders, respect his leaders and peers, not waste time, energy, or faith, give an account for his activities, share his belongings, 
not abuse his body with addictive substances, study the adversary to have tactical advantage, sacrifice his life, his fame, his fortune for his commander-in-chief, Jesus Christ. He knows how to encourage others to become Christian and teach them to become an evangelist. That's what we all are that's sitting in here today. We are evangelists. We are soldiers for Christ. To become a Christian evangelist soldier is a choice you must make for yourself. You must want to. Yeah. And here's the prayer that Ray Sisk prayed when he got saved. And if you pray this from your heart, you will become an evangelist, a Christian soldier for Christ. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I want to be a Christian. That was it. Thirteen words. I think I added a word in there. But it's thirteen word prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a Christian. I've loved that. I've used that I don't know how many times. And also, I love Terry Hopkins. Everybody loves Terry Hopkins? Yeah. And Terry Hopkins, when he got saved... He prayed seven words. <laughs> he shortened the prayer a little bit. Terry Hopkins says, I didn't get on my knees. I didn't close my eyes. All I did was said, I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. And it was a done deal. <laughs> he got up off his knees, saved, or off his couch. He was on the couch. And then he became a Christian soldier for Christ. What a, what a man of God, Ray says. What a man of God, Terry Hopkins. What a man of God, what a woman of God, each and every one of you are. And here's what Ray says. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I'm a volunteer in this army, and I am enlisted for eternity I will either retire in this army at the rapture or die in this army, but I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am faithful, reliable, capable, and dependable. I am a soldier. If God needs me, I am there. If he needs me to teach children, work with the youth, help adults, or just sit and learn, he can use me because I am here. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not have to be pampered. <laughs> I love it. I do not have to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. I'm a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, and entice me, visit me, or lure me. I'm a soldier. I am not a wimp. I am in place, saluting my king, obeying his orders, praising his name, and building his kingdom. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I cannot have my feelings hurt bad enough to turn me around. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. When Jesus called me into this army, I had nothing. If I end up with nothing, I will still come out even. I will win. My God will supply all my needs. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. 
and hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. I'm a soldier for Jesus Christ. Will you stand with me? I'm a soldier. You're soldiers for Christ. Lord, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we just ask that you bless the rest of this service and bless Bill Shell as he comes forward right now, Father. He is going to bless us with uh, word and song. I just love Bill and his message of hope. And Lord, that's what all of us have is hope for a new beginning. From this day forward, we are soldiers for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Bill Shell is in the house. Yeah, okay. Anybody like Bill Shell? <laughs> oh, man. I love Bill Shell. He's, he's the neatest guy there is. Most humblest man I've ever met as a Christian. A soldier for the Lord. Amen. I'll join that army. Amen. I'll, I'll be right there with you, brother. Let me tell you something. Isn't God good? Has, has God done anything good for anybody in this room today? Now, I will tell you, I was just a little bit disappointed. Now, I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up right now because I, I want to get it off my chest. I was just a little bit disappointed when Gary asked if there was anybody in the room that loved Bill Shell, my wife sitting right beside me, and did not respond. <laughs> so that just kind of tells you how things are, doesn't it? All right? Anybody like any of the old songs? A few of you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag a few of those old songs out today and... and uh, I didn't intend to do this, to be real honest with you. Lord woke me up really early this morning, and, and, and may not be early for you, but about 10 minutes till 5, I got up this morning, and the Lord began to deal with us, because I've been praying the last few days, what are we going to do today? And the Lord kind of changed my direction, and I drug some of these old songs out, and uh, I'll do it, I don't know how long I'm supposed to sing, Gary, you didn't tell me, wherever you're at. And so we'll just... You didn't tell me how long I was supposed to sing. Right, okay, got it. Here, here we go, here we go. Y'all know this one. I don't, but y'all don't know it. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I've created every day. Still climbing as Hey! 
beautiful land, a higher place that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Is that your desire today? Hey, it's going to happen. Lord's coming. Y'all ready? To scale the utmost heights and catch a gleam of glory pride still I dwell where these abide Lord plant my feet on higher ground Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land a higher place that I Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I found, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Wonderful old song. And to be honest with you, I pulled the cheat sheet out and couldn't even see it when I was standing there looking at it. Uh, that's a terrible thing, isn't it? Uh, but but uh, I didn't even know I had that track till about five o'clock this morning. And the Lord showed me that it was there. And I probably should have left it there, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's still a good old song. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful old song. All right. Y'all will know this one too. When I think how he came so far from glory, came and dwelt among the such as I, to suffer shame and such disgrace.
special song Let me, and, and I don't sing that honestly I've, I've wrote it back a few years back and have done it very few times I don't I don't think I've ever done it here at the program have a Gary do you remember that but that that song of course tells the story about Paul and Silas that was locked up there in the jail cell and and I'll tell you what what a story that is it's more than a story it's a happening it's an event 
And uh, we, we just did so, so appreciate that. But uh, this, this, this song kind of comes full circle for me, to be honest with you. Uh, my grandmother always wanted to sing, okay? Uh, did you ever see any of those people in life that absolutely could not sing? That describes my grandmother. Uh, Gary, you're pointing at yourself. Uh, it's a good thing Linda wasn't pointing at you. I mean, you know, but, uh, you know that's a, uh, we, was, we, we talked with some people a week ago, and, and they shared with us that, uh, that, uh, that her, her mother or her aunt, that, that they sung so bad in the church that the pastor come to them and asked them not to sing no more. I thought, man, I'd be fine in the new church right then. But, but my grandma wanted to sing. I'm telling you what, she couldn't sing for nothing. I, I, it was a, it had to be the very worst I've ever heard in my life. Joe, if you sat beside my grandma and she was trying to sing, you were in misery. Uh, uh, she had to have been. But it was terrible. But I, not very long before my grandmother wanted to sing so bad, and not very long before she passed away, I mean just days I walked into the nursing home where she was and started down the hallway, and I heard some of the most beautiful music coming, Miss Ava, from down the hallway that I ever heard in my lifetime. I thought, where is that coming from? And I kept walking down the hallway, and when I got to my grandmother's door, I thought, somebody's in there singing to her. Sure's the world. And I opened the door, and she was there by herself. Singing something I'd never heard. I says, Grandma, where'd you get that song? She said, the Lord gave it to me. <laughs> and I had no doubt about it because it made sense. And she could sing. <laughs> and I thought, you know, we're here at the midnight hour of her life. She, she, she went to be with the Lord just in a matter of hours, literally. But she sat there in that bed and she sang to me. And Miss Ann, it blessed my heart tremendously. And I went home and sat down and began to pen this song. Give me the song to sing at midnight. I didn't realize what our future held. I really didn't. Most of you know in this room the story of, of, of where we've came from, what's going on. I didn't know what was coming. But you know what? I've had to relive this song every day, just about. I've had to make a decision that I'm going to trust the Lord even in the face of despair. Some of y'all have had despair in life, haven't you? Anybody in here? Anybody in here that, that has not had despair in life? Yeah, there's not a hand up. Everybody in here has. So it's a choice that we serve the Lord through it and that we rejoice in Him. Give me that song to sing at midnight. I'm going to tell you something. We've had some rough days. Y'all know that. But our song has never gone away. Because we sing a song of victory. It is a song of Jesus Christ. It is a song that we know only by serving Him. I'm blessed today. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to sing just a little bit. And then I'm going to get out of the way. I am so thankful for what the Lord has done for us. Roger, this is a weak track right here. All right, this is the only one I believe it is. It's all about Jesus. That's why we're here today. Jesus, Jesus, 
things to satisfy But instead we taste great fear We'll just call upon the Lord In faith we will believe When we lift our eyes to God above We will clearly see Here comes the rain Let it flow like a river from heaven I'll do one more song and I'll get out of the way. I'm going to go back and grab an old, old song that everybody in here knows probably better than I do today, to be honest with you. But that's all right. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. If this is the last conference that I'm at, I've got a mansion on the other side. Amen. And, and I want you to join me there. Okay. I want you to join me there. That's what this is about. That's what Lonesome Road Ministry is about. That's why we do what we do. That's why we travel the country and, and preach the word and, and, and just, just share in the gospel. To tell you about the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. My hope is not down here, my friends. It's certainly not in Washington. But my Lord came to give me hope. And I'm going to tell you something. My hope is secure. I preached last night. And I preached about our relationship that we have in Christ. And I preached. I'm not going to preach. I promise I won't. But in, in, in Timothy, Paul began to write to Timothy that I absolutely know without hesitation. I am certain Paul was ready for, Paul was ready for the execution block. His sentence had been made. He was getting ready to be executed. And he stood and told Timothy in a letter... I know in whom I believe. And I am persuaded that he is able to take me through. My brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. Uh, I don't have much down here. I've got far more than I need. Good Lord's taking care of me. 
He's taking care of me every day. I'm blessed. I, I've, got, I've got a bed to sleep in. I've got food on my table. And I've got some of the finest friends in the world. One of the best ones sitting right down in his front row. But you know what? With all that said, my hope is in Jesus. And my mansion is being prepared. So if I'm not here next year, you can say one thing. I've done moved on. And I want you to come join me. All right, y'all do the same. Sing with me. I'm satisfied with just a cottage people little silver and a little gold but in that city where the ransom will shine I've won a gold one that silver That bright land where we'll never go, and someday yonder we will never more wander, but walk on streets high, our purest. I'm heaven bound And though I find here No permanent dwelling I know he'll give me A mansion my own I've got a mansion Just In that bright land where we'll never grow old And someday younger we will never more wonder But walk on streets that are pure as Bill Shell, give him a big hand. All right. Thank you, Bill. All right. Hey, uh, he's talking about his grandma couldn't sing. Reminded me of a, when I first got saved, 1995. I just wanted to serve God. 
Man, I, I would have joined anything if they'd let me. I, my wife sang in the choir. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll go sing up there in the choir with my wife. And so I did. Next Sunday, I got up in the choir, and I looked out there, and my wife's sitting back here. <laughs> I thought, what's going on here? And so the next Sunday, I sat down out here, and she was up in the choir. I said, what's going on? She said, you can't sing. <laughs> You're messing me up. <laughs> oh, okay, I won't sing no more. So that ended my singing career, except for when I get to sing with Joe Arview. Ava Kasich, you ready? <laughs> All right, girl, come on. Now this girl can sing. <laughs> Appreciate you so much, Ava. I told Joe he'd probably walk out on me when I started singing. He said he hadn't heard me before. So he just leaned back and said, I've only got time for one song and I'm going to walk out. I said, didn't I tell you? It's okay, buddy. I don't mind. I'm just glad I got to hear you. For those of y'all who weren't here yesterday, uh, I, I went through major neck surgery in December. I know now what it feels like to have your throat cut. But it was a six-hour surgery, and the doctor came in and said, I can't promise you you'll sing again. I've been doing this all my life. I've been singing since I was three years old in church. And I said, well, if I don't, then I'll do something else. But I have peace about it, and I'm going to let you do what you got to do. But it was damaging my spinal cord, and I, I have some issues right now with my hands. But you know what? God's going to take care of it. Yeah. Amen. I know he will. I can still walk. I can still talk. That's the most important thing right now is I can still talk. That means I can still witness, right? Woo! And I do like to witness. But I am so glad that through all of that, I was sheltered in the arms of God. Amen? And I still am. I feel the touch of hands so kind and tender.
smile you Bye, Joe. <laughs> That's so funny. Y'all, um, I haven't been able to do this song very much. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. James Payne tore me up this morning. When he sang that Mama's Hall of Fame, oh, Jesus, all I could do was cry. I miss my mama more than anything. August, it'll be three years since she went home to be with Jesus. And I've got an empty place in my heart that's never going to be filled until I see her again. And I know I'll see her again. But my mama taught me how to sing. She traveled with me. We sang together all the time. But two weeks before she passed away, she called me over to her bed in her room and she said, there's some things I need to tell you. I walked over and sat down beside her and she said, I'm getting ready to go home. I never thought anything about it. I said, okay. She said, no, you don't understand. I'm going home. She said, but I don't want you to weep for me, and I don't want you to be sad. She said, my work here is done, and I'm going home with Jesus. I went home, and I was so heartbroken. I sat down in my chair, and God just started pouring words into me, and he gave me this song about my mom, and this is the things that she said to me. Y'all may have to just buy a CD to hear the good part. But I, that wasn't a pitch, y'all. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm going to do my best to try to sing this. I don't sing it much because I miss her so much. But this is what she told me. And God let me put it to music. I hope it blesses somebody. Mama said I hear angels 
most here. Now don't you be sad, child. My time's drawing near. They're coming to take me. sweet by and by So don't wait for me When my time has come I hate to leave you But my work here is done Jesus in my home in the sky and I'll be waiting for you where we'll never say goodbye as I held her hand she said won't be long till I take my flight to my heavenly home friends and loved ones gone oh they'll be there too I love this part Sweet little mama, <laughs> she's gone home where she'll never, ever more roam, where no more heartache and no more pain will ever again be known. And you know, someday soon, very soon, I'm gonna get to be with her. In that home that's so fair, where nothing in this world down here, oh, it could never, ever compare. Amen. Woo, I'm looking forward to it. So don't weep for me when my time has come. say goodbye so don't weep for me when 
I said, don't worry, mama, I ain't gonna cry. I lied. <laughs> she knew it was killing me. She did. She knew it was tearing me apart. All right, Lord. If you've got a problem with your parents, you better fix it. Parents, if you've got a problem with your children, you better fix it. I'm not kidding. Because once they're gone, they're gone. And you ain't going to fix it. And it's going to tear you apart when that happens. You've seen no misery like you're going to see when somebody you really love leaves here and you have a problem with them. I don't know. God made me say it. I'm sorry, but I have to do what he says. Somebody in here is having a problem with your children and you better fix it. I loved my mama dearly. She was my mother and my father. My father didn't want me when I was a child. He wanted the other five children, but he didn't want me. I was the baby. That was something that was hard to deal with my whole life. I wondered what was wrong with me. You know what? There ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm a child of God. It's his loss. But he's gone and I can't, I can't do anything about it. But I'm telling you, if you've got a problem, you better take care of it. I'm going to let y'all hear my mama sing, okay? In 1985, I took my mama to Nashville with me to record a CD. I had no idea this was going to happen. And I'm going to tell you something. My mama could bring the house down now. You're talking about the power of God moving. She shouted whether you did or not. We used to sing together. We'd start. She'd do two lines. Shouted the rest of the time. I did all the singing. That's the way it worked. They'd say, well, you and your mama sing. I said, well, I'll try. But I loved singing with her. But when I went to Nashville, my producer said, didn't you tell me your mama sang? And I said, yes. He said, let's get her to sing on this song. So on the second verse, you're going to get to hear my mama sing at 85 years old. She walked in, nailed it, first time. I had to do my part three times. She walked out, and I said, Mom, I can't believe you did that. How in the world did you do it? And she said, honey, if you'd learn how to sing, you could do it too. But that was my mama, y'all. You would have loved her. You would have loved her. Everybody did. But this is an old song. And I'm going to step back and let my mama sing for y'all, okay? We'll try.
teaching Peter how to fish. She's probably showed him which side of the boat to fish on. Either that or she's kicked everybody out of the kitchen in heaven and she's cooking for everybody because that was my mama. And I miss her, y'all. I'm not kidding you. I do. I, I just, I'll do one more, Gary, if that's okay. Um, I can't tell you how honored I am to be a part of this organization <laughs> I just don't know what took me so long to get here. <laughs> no, I was asked a long time ago to be a part of it when it was called Rig Ministries. But it just, the timing just wasn't right. It wasn't God's timing. But I'm glad that He was on time and I got to be part of it, okay? <laughs> I'm glad that it worked out last year when Jason asked me if I would come and be a part. And I'm glad that I'm part of this family. Y'all mean a lot to me, and I pray for you all the time. I really do. And I think what Brother Gary's doing and Miss Linda is, is a God thing. I know it is. If it wasn't, I wouldn't be part of it. It's just plain and simple. I know it is. And I appreciate what they do. I appreciate what all of y'all do. But I'm thankful that God's still using me to do a work for Him. The doctor said I should have been gone at birth, but you know what? I'm still here because God's not through with me yet, and He's not through with you either, or you would be gone. He's got something for you to do, or He would take you home already. The news came to Jesus. Please. Lazarus is sick And without your help He will not last Mary and Martha They watched their brother die They waited for Jesus He did not come 
they wondered why the death watch was over he was buried four days then somebody said he'll soon be here the Lord's on his way Martha ran to him and then she cried Lord if you'd been here you could have healed him he'd still be alive but you're four days late and all hope is gone Why you waited so long But His way It's God's way Not yours or mine But isn't it great When He's four days late He's still on time Amen Jesus said Martha Show me the grave she said, Lord, you don't understand. He's been there four days. And have you ever felt that way? The gravestone was rolled back. Then Jesus cried. Lazarus, come forth. Somebody said, he's alive, he's alive. You may be fighting a battle with fear. I've been there. You've cried to the Lord. I need you now. But he has not appeared. Friend, don't be discouraged. You know why? Because <laughs> he's still the same. Yes, he is. He'll soon be here. He's going to run. Can I say one thing? I have been through so much in the last few years health-wise. Do I let it stop me? No, I don't. I promised God that if they called, I'd go. And I meant it when I did it. It would have been easy for me to call Brother Gary and tell him I couldn't be here this weekend. 
I had the next surgery in December. They were supposed to operate on my lumbar. Instead, my neck was so bad they had to do it first. I am battling with my low back like you wouldn't believe. But you know what? I still got the joy of the Lord. I still got it, and I know He's going to take care of it. The doctors can't believe that I'm doing what I do. I said, I'm not doing it. God is. They don't get that. They don't get it. But I've got to go in Tuesday morning as soon as I get home. We'll get home Monday night. And I've got to go in Tuesday morning and have a rhizotomy done on my low back so that I can continue to go for about another year or two without having surgery. But you know what? I ain't one bit worried. Not one bit. Because if I had to come here in a wheelchair, I'd do it. I would do it. Because God has something for me to do. He has something for you to do. Don't let your health get you down. Don't let your problems get you down. Do what He asks you, and He'll take care of you. I'm not hurting right now. I never am when I'm doing what I do. But when I sit down, I'll be hurting. But it's okay. I know. It's okay. Don't look at me sad, because I'm all right. The doctor thinks I'm crazy, but I'm not. Watch out now. You know what you got coming, don't you? Don't ruin it. <laughs> but I'm telling you from my heart, don't let the devil stop you from doing what God's called you to do, no matter what. Because one of these days, it's going to be worth it all. I may limp right now, but when I walk through them pearly gates, I won't be. I'm looking forward to that new body. Lord Jesus, I need a new body. I told my husband, I got so much titanium in me, I said, if something happens to me before you, you better get all this metal out and sell it for scrap. <laughs> if people knew how much I had in me, they'd probably kill me to get it. But I trust God, and I know He's going to take care of me. But if y'all would, about noon, Tuesday, say a little prayer for me. Okay? I've had so many people lay hands on me that it's like, oh, Lord, don't nobody else touch me. I'm okay. Just pray for me. Put me on your prayer list. Put everybody that you know that has a problem on your prayer list. We need each other. We don't need to pull each other down. We need to lift each other up. Amen? I love y'all. I love you very much. God bless you. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. We don't like to close any program without offering you the chance to give God your heart. So pray with me right now. Just a simple little prayer. Pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I surrender all to you. I want to give you my heart right now, Lord. And then I want you to mold me into the person that you want me to be. 
Help me to live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Today Amen. Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken hearted and lonesome. So long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.